0: Hey, welcome to Anarchy to Diapers. Today's episode is uh, me, myself, and I. So, I want to revise something. In the past, I said um, I'm going to do a rant and then possibly an interview a month. So, I think it's just going to be chitter-chatter music is what we're going to call these episodes where I talk a little bit, play music. I really can't do a rant because every time I start ranting, I just go all over the fucking place. I don't know. Maybe people would like that, maybe they wouldn't, but uh, this is what I think is the best to keep me focused. So today I'm going to talk about Punk Island. It's a punk festival that happens at Randall's Island. It's between Queens and Manhattan. Happens every June. This is the first time I've ever attended it, and it's supposed to spread diversity. It's a free show. It's an alcohol-free show because it's in a public park along a path. There's nine stages, tons of bands. I don't represent Punk Island. I'm not associated with Punk Island. This whole episode is just some of the thoughts that came into my head. It's an honest look on how I break things down in my head. Uh, like I said, I'm not associated with Punk Island, so I'm not going to play every fucking band that was there because uh, there's tons of them. A matter of fact, it was a little overwhelming. There were so many bands I didn't even know where to park myself, so I bounced around from stage to stage, dragging my family along, and, um, we're just gonna jump into it. I'm gonna open up with a full track.
1: ANARCHY TO DIAPERS, BITCHES!
0: Super deaf right there with their song contraband. They were at Punk Island, as well as I. And while I was at Punk Island, what I did get a notice of is they never closed down the area because it's in a public park. And as unexpected park goers walked through this punk festival, some were able to uh, kind of take in the event and just check out bands. And uh, as they walked their way through the area and kind of absorbed the scenery. Sometimes families would come through And they'd almost look like They just walked into a bad neighborhood You know They'd have that look like Oh no And uh It was nice to watch them Um slowly digest everything And then see like Punk rock families there Like myself And they'd look at me I'd give them the nod They would give me the nod And they'd start lightening up And they would actually Uh Take in this Event Perfect For Punk Island considering their ideas to spread diversity. Lacarus, Self-entitled track. So, I'm at Punk Island. We're checking out all these different bands. Um, I haven't been bowls deep in the punk scene probably 10 to 20 years. Uh, Somewhere in between there, life has been kicking my ass, and I had to become an adult. It's terrible. I hate it. But, at Punk Island, one thing that I did notice is there's a huge Latino community there. And in one hand, I'm surprised and in the other hand, I'm completely not. Anytime a group of people are being ostracized and made to feel as a second-class citizen, you'll find a home in punk rock. That's where I found my home, and now I'm happy that I have a whole new category of punk to explore. This next track is Anxious Anxious. (laughs)
1: The patriarchy simultaneously. That's what I realized that I had to get out of this town and smash the patriarchy simultaneously. That's what I realized.
0: So that was Molly Wop by Anxious Anxious. So as we're walking around Punk Island, getting into the scene, I realized there's another community there that I'm very unfamiliar with. And this is the transgender community. At one point, I thought to myself, could this imprint on my son? And right then and there, I realized how unfamiliar I am with the transgender community. Because this brought me back to early 2000s, when one of my best friends who's gay, I'd tell people he's gay, and they'd take a sidestep away from me, as if gayness is contagious, and they might get it. So from there, I started trying to break this down in my head, to make it not so unfamiliar. So I thought, if I'm okay with my son being gay and marrying another gay man, is it okay to adopt because, say, his wife was unable to have kids? Why would I have a problem if he started a family with someone who's transgender, someone who was once born a man and is now a beautiful woman, and they adopt kids? Obviously, I wouldn't have a problem with it, but it's just very unfamiliar to me. So that's how I broke it down in my head so it doesn't seem something so unfamiliar. Because I think when people don't understand something, they fear it, and they act unreasonable. Strange Lips coming up.
1: Am I woke yet? Am I woke yet? Am I woke yet? Am I woke woke, yet?
0: woke yet the next band i want to play for you is a two-piece from washington dc they remind me a little bit of like uh like a pipeline surfing music mixed in with punk i don't know maybe that's because i'm a skateboarder from long beach my friends are surfers that i think that but that's the vibes that i get my only problem with these guys is they came to the show with tape cassettes. Dude, I grew up in the 80s. Tape cassettes suck. They warp. I get seven inches. I don't get the nostalgia of tapes. And if you're gonna sell tapes, even with a seven inch, you should put a download code in it. That's just my personal opinion. It makes it so much easier for me to get it on my phone. Yeah, I listen to vinyl at home, but I can't listen to it in the car. Teen Mortgage. Teen Mortgage Falling down So being that we spent the whole day at Punk Island The only thing that my son was scared of The whole time we were there Was this guy doing performance art He rolled out a big roll of paper He had this big giant paintbrush And a bucket of ink And he was dipping it in Painting the canvases Contorting himself into weird positions So he could take a picture And I guess that was his performance art and painting himself and rocking out to music. But after I explained to my son that this is a place that we came to so you could do anything you want and see different things. You can color your hair. You can wear a dress. You can do whatever you want. That's the whole point of being here. He got over it and he enjoyed the coolness of uh, the contorting paintist, the painter. The contorting painter. This is going to be the last band I play for you and then we'll go into like Listener Mail and stuff. Um, The only thing I could find of them is like a live track. But after all, this was my son's favorite band, so you're going to get it as a live track. I feel like it would be a complete injustice if I do a family event and then I don't play my son's favorite band. The Ikigo Boys.
1: This next song is about friendship, which we love, and anxiety. Which just happens to be there. <laughs> yeah, classic. It's a, moon, it's a moon, it's a moon, you know? It's called uh, the Baguette Song and has everything to do about bread. <laughs> <laughs>
0: into listen to mail. Justin from Jersey writes in and this is going back he says uh, the Sean Miller interview episode one I did that episode two I talked a little bit about what I personally got out of it and he says he disagrees. he believes that uh, the message that was there that someone who had a not the best childhood and has now become a parent, is really trying to correct the mistakes that their parents did, and is really trying to um, you know, be a better parent than his was. And you're 100% correct. Overall, that's the way I cut it, because that's what I got out of it. But there was a little bit of something in there that I personally got out. Maybe I should explain that better in episode two. Norm from Hawaii wrote in, Hallelujah He uh, just wrote in for stickers. They're in the mail, Norm. Shout out to Norm. And that's really about it for, uh, Listener Mail. Although, I will talk about a little bit of the feedback that I've gotten from, uh, friends. Brian the expatriate, said to me that, uh, he really liked the Taekwondo episode. He liked how I gave a minute-by-minute breakdown of all the stresses that I was going through. And, uh, I really appreciate that because, um... You know, some of my uh, friends are going through some hard times. A lot harder than Thai fucking Kwando. And I was feeling a little stupid about doing an episode like that. And uh, I guess I'm going to continue doing that. So uh, I, I feel better that I got some positive feedback. Um, I was told that they by uh, Typo Mike, shout out to Typo Mike, that he loved uh, the chitter-chatter and music. He likes how I talk a little bit about it and go into songs. And uh, he appreciates that. Awesome. So I'm going to continue with that as well, as you can see. Um, I guess overall, I hope you guys really enjoyed this little breakdown of Punk Island. Um, I just tried to share how it impacted me and my family and my thought process. And um, I should have gotten interviews from there. Uh, There's a lot of families, a lot more than I thought would be there. Um, I brought the mic. I got the plug-in for my phone. I actually reached out to everyone from Punk Island that organizes it and they said it wasn't a problem. And I still just didn't have the confidence to do it. So maybe next year I'll get some interviews out of that. We're going to go out with a bunch of music. All the music, there'll be links in the notes so you can purchase the music if you like it. Uh, We're on all social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can write into Anarchy to Diapers, Anarchy the number two, Diapers at gmail that'll also be linked in the next love y'all yeah yeah it's nice man yeah, yeah it's
1: good I want you here yeah. Muerte e injusticia Cuando muchos países se involucran Para derribar siempre al más débil Voces de paz claman al llanto de un pueblo De un pueblo que es usado, De un pueblo que es violado De un pueblo que es masacrado Por una Palestina libre So sad, you've been promised too much. Her skin to get to the woman that she always has been, but she can suck a chest